Welcome to Coffee U, the only podcast that provides weekly updates and expertise from farm to cup. We practice what we preach and we live what we teach. Let's start elevating your coffee knowledge with your instructors, me, Nathan Parvin, and Brad Haynes, proud president and vice president of Baba Java Coffee. Class is officially in session. Hello, coffee lovers, and welcome to Coffee U Grad School. That's the letter U. We're glad to have you here today, and we are continuing our discussion on how you can open your own coffee business. Wow, you're a little more enthusiastic in this one than others. I wonder why. Even Maybe the caffeine's finally kicking in. (laughs) I don't know what the deal is, but anyway... We're excited to be here, and as always, we have our Vice President of Operations for Baba Java Coffee, Brad Haynes. Hello, hello. Welcome, Brad, and Thank you. as always, we have Joshua Parvin. King of nerds. King of nerds. <laughs> nerds. Well, Brad is the king of nerds, the true king of nerds. There are lots of nerds Thanks, uh, in our lives, in our That's sphere right. of influence, in our oikos. But we're we are get, nerds. We're going to get pretty nerdy today. Then, yeah, you know, nerdy for sure. on some build-out. That's right. So, we're going to build out. We the first step in building out is what? I mean, we we well, you have found a lease. space. Yeah, we find found a space. space. We found a space. We've got a lease. We bought it. Whatever it may be. Again, we're going to compare and contrast uh, building out a cafe versus building out like a roasting a warehouse roasting yeah. space. Okay. It's like you don't know what to do, so you can go look at your local business laws. That's it. That's right. So the first step is after you've secured a space is is you have to research your local business laws to find out exactly what's required of you uh, in order to build out and build the space like the law requires. You have to do everything legally, above above board, above reproach. So find out what your laws are. Or else you'll get slapped with a stop working notice. Yeah, if you if you start doing demo like we did, our first cafe was is in Hoover, Alabama, and it was a boutique. It was like a clothing boutique, all right? Which means it was just a concrete slab with yeah, a it wall. Was, <laughs> yeah, it had these weird, this weird brick wallpaper. It had this wall back in the back, which didn't make any sense. I don't know why it was there. Anyway, and it had, had terrible flooring. It had terrible flooring. Well, it vinyl, was just concrete, wasn't it? No, it was vinyl on it. We oh, that's right. It got pulled up. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So that's we, what I did. So we had to do a lot of work. So we we're just doing some preliminary stuff, some demo stuff. We pulled up the floor and we were going to do something with the wallpaper and see what we need to do with that wall. And so apparently we weren't supposed to start demoing in the city <laughs> that we were working in. And we weren't really demoing. We were just kind of pulling up stuff and yeah. doing cosmetic stuff. We weren't going to do any construction or anything. Well, the city came and told us we needed to stop demo yeah. because we were not doing what we were supposed to. So we did. We stopped. And from then on, we did exactly what the law said. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't that we were being nefarious. We, we no, we didn't. No, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we thought it was yeah. okay to pull up vinyl flooring yeah, and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, I but, remember. But in our municipality, it's, it wasn't okay. And so we, you know, we obeyed the law and we did what we were supposed to do after that. Um, so anyway, you have to find, you have to know what the laws are. We didn't, and we didn't get in trouble or anything, but if we would have kept, kept on, they, we would have gotten in trouble. What's a great place to go and find the local business? Laws? So there's lots of different places you can, you can research online. You can go to the, the website of your city. You can go to the city hall, the local city hall and ask them for their, to, for the for the business services section, they're happy to explain that stuff to you. Oh, they yeah. want to start businesses because why do they want to start businesses? So because they get uh, they tax can revenue. tax us. Yeah, they get, get money. Tax they, revenue, get, they get tax revenue from new businesses that open. So 
So municipalities, counties, cities, states, they love new businesses because they get tax revenue from it. So <laughs> they're willing to give the information about what's required. And they want you to most of in, in most cases they want you to succeed and want to support you. And our Definitely. in our city that we're in, they they really want to help you succeed. They want you to succeed. Uh, and it just makes sense. Uh, if you're a successful business, they get more tax revenue. Exactly. I mean, and it makes the city better. It attracts better people to come in and work in your city and to live in your city and things like that. So it, it so, in some places, it, they're not as supportive of businesses, which doesn't has never that made makes any no sense, sense to no. me. Uh, it works against you. But anyway, in our where we are, they are. They are supportive of businesses. So we really appreciate that. So you go to your local city hall or county courthouse or uh, wherever you may be, go to the secretary of state of your state, if there's no other municipality, and you find out exactly what the business laws are from the business services section so that you can find out what you have to do in order legally right. to, to build out. It'll vary based on what kind of coffee business you're opening. For a cafe, it'll be food service. For a, uh, It could be a, just a warehouse where you're storing green coffee. It could be a, a roasting space. You know, It'll vary. So one of our, our first cafe, we talked about that, was in Hoover, Alabama. Our second cafe is in Montevallo, Alabama, which is a smaller a smaller town. And it's it's mostly, there. there is a municipality of Montevallo, but most of the laws are from the county, the county, Shelby County in Alabama. And so a lot of the, a lot of those requirements are from the county. So it's actually different from those two cafes from each other. And then when we open our roasting space, which is technically in another city called Pelham, right next to Hoover, the laws are even different. That's right. So, so sometimes it gets complicated if you have multiple things you're trying to do. And it was with us, but you just have to, you just have to do it. You have to be above approach. You have to do things legally in the right way um, at the right time. And so you go find out what the laws are, what permits and all what that permits. Stuff. So inspections. You, so then you start looking for um, people to help you, and we recommend you always get architectural drawings. So for 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 our Hoover Cafe, we got a really good architect to help us to help us with that. So yeah, he's he's in a firm and he he was really good. He wanted to help with design. We wanted him to help with design also. We wanted it to be a really cool space with a really cool light vibe. And so he helped us with that. We designed our bar in kind of a, a semicircle. That was really funny to um, hear you say vibe, just FYI. Well, yeah, <laughs> it is. We wanted it to be a cool vibe. I mean, that's that's our whole purpose. Exactly. We talked to yes. Jared about that when we when we talked to him. Uh, a light, fun vibe is what we wanted. A vibe. With kind of an Arab theme. But anyway, as a business, as a cafe, we had a particular vibe we wanted to 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 show. And we wanted it to be light and fun and kind of an Arab theme. Exactly, yeah. So our architect helped us to design the, the bar, uh, the, the placement of our equipment. You want to talk about some of those things he helped us with, Brad? Right. So whether you're doing a coffee shop or a roaster, whatever you're doing, you're going to want to figure out how you want your space laid out. So if it's a warehouse or a roasting space, it's going to be very basic. You're just going to have rooms with walls and you're just going to figure out how much space you need, you know, how big your roaster is, example. For example, for a coffee shop, you're going to probably be more intentional about your layout, where you want customers to order, where you want them to pick up, your seating and all those things. So like Nathan said, the architect can help you with those things, how you want to plan the space, how you want the flow to work. So for us, we had a uh, we had a specific idea where we wanted customers to order, how they wanted to pick up, you know, what they wanted to see when they walk in the door. So he helped design that. You know, we had specific equipment we wanted, 
He helped us figure out kind of the best placement for those things. And then because they're full service architecture firm, he even figured out the electrical, you know, how the, where all the wiring should be, how the plumbing should be. So once he gave us all that, then we take that to the county. Okay. And we submit those plans. So then they look over it and they either approve it or they say, Hey, you need to make this change or this change to make it, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Certified or approved. Approved. Yeah. So they'll, the they'll have certain requirements. Um, and so then we went through several versions, yeah. if I remember, uh, from the architect. So we, t- we took those changes they wanted back to the architect. They do another drawing. They have to actually print it out. And we have to take a printed drawing, which makes sense because they're big. But you have to take a printed drawing to uh, the county. And, you know, we did that a few times. And a lot of it was the plumbing. So when you're doing uh, a cafe, you got a lot of things going down the drain, uh, you know, milk fat specifically so there was a lot of requirements for having have grease traps and those type of things that we didn't know about but the architect was able to figure out how to how to do those things so we finally got approved exactly Um, so and our architect helped us help like i said earlier helped us with design so the the vibe so we wanted to do an arab theme so we wanted to have this these special arab cushions exactly um in in a corner so he helped us find out where to put those where our tailors are going to go how the flow is going to go all the equipment like brad said uh the where the equipment means that's where the electric electricity and where the plumbing is going to be so he helped us with all that we got approved from the county uh from the health department so one thing we had to do was to put a grease trap in or or hook into the grease trap that was Mm -hmm. in our in the in the little yeah so that space I would expect wherever you're opening up a coffee shop, um, you're going to have to, they're going to require you to have this because milk, once it dries, the milk fat will actually solidify uh, if it doesn't get drained Mm, properly. So delicious. Right. (laughs) So for us, because there were several restaurants in our building, uh, the building had its own grease trap installed that you just have to connect to. So um, we just had a, we had to find it. <laughs> we just had to go through uh, several layers of concrete yes. to get to it, find through it, it yep. to find the grease trap. Exactly. Where, so we had to have a plumber who was willing to do that. And so we hired a plumber to do, we, we had hired a, a plumber initially to do some of the initial things exactly. before we even found a contractor because we were just going to do some of the things we needed to do first. And then as we were looking for a contractor to, to help with all the rest of the build out. And so we got a bit, we got bids from contractors. We found who we were going to work with. It was somebody we knew and trusted. And we at least we knew who to talk to if we needed something. Done yeah, that's right. something. Fortunately, so that, an issue. unfortunately, that doesn't always work out that you know them well. But I mean, for us, we, it worked out just yes. fine. It, yeah. We would recommend uh, that if it's possible, if you know possibility it's, for you. The best yeah. Way to go, yeah. But, but you always want to get at bids. You always want to go with, repu- uh, with reputable people. So, so it's a balance, you know, you don't, you don't always go with the the lowest bid. I mean, that's no, not, not always, always the wisest correct. thing to do. You want to go with the the best value that does the best job. Okay, so it's not always the lowest bid, but it may be you know the person that's going to do the best job for a reasonable price. And this is where research is key, right? Sorry. So you want to figure out. I mean, you're going to have to really do your due diligence on contractors. Talk to businesses that have used these guys before. Typically contractors are very open about who they work for and what businesses they've helped open. I would definitely recommend talking to those businesses and ask them, you know, good and bad and ugly and ugly <laughs> what they, what they did. Yeah. 
yeah, get talk to people, get recommendations, find yeah, do your research, find out how what the reputation is, the reputation of the people that they subcontract with. Uh, all those things. There's lots and lots and lots. It gets complicated in a hurry, but yep. just get the best person for you. Um, it's not always going to be the lowest price. Some people, that's all they want is the lowest price. We don't recommend that. We recommend getting getting bids and the best value that's going to do the best job for a, for a reasonable price. Uh, we we hired a plumber to do some original stuff. He didn't really do what he was supposed to do, so we so we just said we we're going to pause and let our contractor that we use use his plumber to finish what the, the exactly, initial yeah. stuff right. and then the additional plumbing that he needed to do also. So we found our contractor, we hired him, he hired the subcontractors, he started working right away. And even though we knew the guy and he was reputable and it wasn't the lowest bid, but it was a, you know, a reasonable bid, we waited and we waited and we waited and we waited and we waited. And it was hard, you know, it was hard for him to get the subcontractors to do what they were supposed to do and the time they were supposed to do it. It's just one of those things you just have to be really patient. Well, and there's... So many moving parts. Right. All right. So what? even if it's just a simple build-out, like a roasting warehouse, there's still a lot of, you still have to have electricians and plumbers and builders. You know, if you're going to put walls up, what equipment you're going to have in there, there's so many moving parts. And they have other jobs themselves. Right. right. So they're not just working on your stuff. They're also... Yeah, they may have so, multiple, multiple jobs. Yeah, exactly. Multiple exactly. job so sites. It, and, it, it, like Nathan said, it can be frustrating yeah. and you really have to be patient. We did a little uh, bit of work here at our house and just had all of those kind of moving parts. And just, it was very simple, just had plumbers and electricians and just re, like, re, not retail, what is it called when it's at the home? Resident. Residential build out and all of that. So it didn't even have the same level of permits and, and all of the stuff behind it. And it was so confusing trying to get everyone in. You have to send the plumber here and then the electrician has to come in and then the tile person has to come and then the plumber has to come back and yada, 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 yada. So I can, I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was just a bathroom renovation. Yeah. And there's all so this. it's a hundred times more complicated for a cafe where you also have a bathroom that well, you're renovating. <laughs> and that's why it's key to have a contractor that is good. Right. And you trust. Maybe don't they're supposed to be the ones to handle all of that. And then they, you're just, you're supposed to really just talk to them only as the owner. You really shouldn't be talking to a plumber, right. an electrician and a builder and a painter. No, you, it gets, the it contractor gets should be the main guy you talk to. So that's, I mean, communication is huge during the build out time. Some people want to be more involved as far as owners. I recommend, yeah, you definitely want to go by there probably daily to make sure, see what's going on. Um, but you know, you also want to let the contractor do his job yeah. <laughs> and not be, Constantly asking him questions. So, so during this time, you're waiting. I mean, there's right. nothing you can do. You can't make them do the things faster. You can't make them do exactly what you want no, to do. It can't. has to be done in a certain order. They know what they're doing. The subcontractors I'm talking about. So this is a great time to start ordering stuff that you need to order. Oh, yeah. Equipment and, and supplies and things like that that you need for, for whatever you're going to be opening, whether it's a cafe or a roaster or whatever business you're doing. It's yeah. really cool to see it kind of take shape as the build-out is continuing on and see, like, even as you're ordering the equipment, like, knowing where it's going to go. I remember, like, for me, I got so excited even that the slightest little thing was changing for the cafe and even for the roaster, the the warehouse. It was really exciting for me, so... So let's compare and contrast. We've done different types of businesses. So we've done a cafe from scratch, like Clean Slate. It was a boutique. It was a clothing boutique. We've done a, a warehouse and roasting space. We've renovated that. And then now we're re we've renovated another cafe, which was an existing cafe. 
So let's compare and contrast how it was different in those three businesses. <laughs> yes, they're definitely all very different in many ways, and they're different in various ways. The The big one is the time. You know, the the roasting warehouse took two weeks, maybe three weeks max. I mean, it really, we were just putting up, we put up a wall, we ran some electrical, and we did some painting. I mean, it didn't take any time at all right. uh, on that one. The Like we talked about, the Hoover location took five months to build out buying an existing coffee shop that already had the plumbing and electrical uh, we are making some changes to it but it's taking you know just a few weeks to get that one yeah kind of remodeled a little bit so that can give you an idea of how long things should take depending on what you're doing and like we said i mean the the, the warehouse part will take the least amount of time yeah the big thing on that one is getting your equipment so if you're ordering a roaster depending on where it's coming from you know that can take a few days to a few weeks to even a few months. I, I mean, I talked to one of our equipment, our coffee equipment vendors here, and you know he's having to wait four months for espresso machines. Wow, coming out of Italy right now. So that's something you've got to, like Nathan said, this is a great time to be ordering equipment because you you have no idea how long it's going to take. You know, mm -hmm. if it's made here in the U.S., it can be a few days. If it's made outside. Yeah, you just yeah, have no luck. clue. Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting within the difference between our Clean Slate Cafe and the one that's going in Montevallo is Brad was planning, you were planning for the inspector to have to come back like several times, right? At, in Montevallo because it was our experience with Hoover. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. When we were our first coffee shop, coffee shop, the inspector came multiple times. Yes. And he had to, like that was the... right. But I had him come uh, this past week, and he said, uh, we weren't ready. I, I thought he was just going to tell me, hey, you need to do this, this, and this. And he said, really, I only need to be here when you're ready to open. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's nice. So, okay. And these are different counties, so that's exactly. why Smaller county, too, less businesses. So their restrictions, they have same, they have similar restrictions. That's just more easygoing and a little less uh, stressful, yeah. So which is nice. At the Clean Slate Cafe, we're starting from scratch. We had to order all the equipment. Yes. All the supplies, we had to redo everything. Every single thing in that place had to be redone. Uh, all all electricity had to be redone. All plumbing, everything. Uh, so it was it was a brand new place. The existing cafe, we had to do some leveling of floors. We bought some of his equipment. We had to order a few pieces mm -hmm. of equipment, but yep. not every single thing. No. Uh, supplies, we we had to have some new supplies. And then just some basic remodeling. Exactly. It wasn't anything major. We rented the space next door, so we knocked the wall out between the two. That was, that was probably the biggest thing we've yeah, done. It was. Knocking that wall down. But. And really, we're going to be able to renovate piece by piece of, you know, with the clean slate, you have to do everything at once, which makes it really expensive. But if you have an existing thing, you can renovate piece by piece. That's it gives you, yeah, you have the doing. option of doing things now and waiting to do things later if you want, which is kind of nice. <laughs> so you don't spend all your money up front. Right. <laughs> so you can kind of do some things, make some money, do some things again, you know, so, which is kind of nice. With the warehouse and roasting space, we had to, we didn't, it was maybe even less renovation. We had to put an <clears throat> HVAC unit in. Right. Of course. So yeah. we had to, we had to have temperature controlled for all of our coffee that we're storing there. Yeah. We exactly. ended up getting more green coffee and having to store it in a different place. And we kind of were faced with the, do we, get a bigger warehouse now, a really big one, and basically do this really expensive move? Or do we try and renovate the current space we have to accommodate the green coffee 
So we put in an HVAC unit in the larger garage area of it. and Which it, is our new, it, our new warehouse area. It was very simple. We have a separate, a separate room that's our roasting area. So in this warehouse, we have the roasting area. It has some storage, but mostly just, the, just for roasting and production. And then we have this big garage, double garage, garaged-in warehouse area that's uh, temperature-controlled where we store green and other supplies. And we have another room where we do we installed um, some equipment for some quality control and for production and for training and things like that. So yeah. it was a little bit different. We did, we had to we had to buy the roaster basically at first and then storage exactly. And the other stuff we did later, we're doing the training and quality quality yeah. control. We did bought that later. We didn't do that at first. So three different things we did, three different entities, three different types of buildouts. Exactly. It will be different for every kind. Yeah, every different type of thing you do, it'll be different. That's what happened with us so far. Later in the year, as we expand further, we'll we'll talk about as we go step by step on these other spaces, the process and the progress and things we're doing good and things we learned from before. And we'll share that with you so that you can learn from our the good things we do and the mistakes we've made. Hopefully it'll be better now that we have some experience. <laughs> Well, and some things will, and we'll learn new things because this will always every, be learning. Every that. space always. is different. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much for being with us today. We hope you've learned a little bit about how to open your coffee business, and we will look forward to being with you next time.